I like to consider myself a master bullshitter. So being a master bullshitter, I like other finesses. I like, you know, hearing about it, reading about it. It's quite interesting. You know, whether that's Bernie Madoff, my boy Tyrone Hankerson Jr., and recently added to my list of favorite finessers, that boy Billy McFarlane with the Fry Festival. Fry Festival. You know, and with this, I got to thinking, and this brings me to my next point. Finessing is all cool. It's all good, you know, but it has to be a line drawn. It has to be some goddamn etiquette when it comes to finessing. When your freedom gets put in line or in question, you went too far. Every good finesse has to know his limits, his or her limits. You just can't be out here taking penitentiary chances and getting fucking five pieces in the feds. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo. Nice. It's your boy, Rosh Moo. Wow, it's your boy, Lowe's, a.k.a. C.A.P. The whole crew is back together again, man. So who... who I like that ja- energy, though, Lowe's. Who's Ja Rule? Who's Seth Mc... Who, what's his name? Not Seth McFarlane. What's his name? Uh... Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane. Who's Ja Rule, Cutting? You probably said I don't know. Is Ja Rule's name Billy McFarlane? Oh, right. You didn't watch the Fry um, documentary? You didn't watch that? I didn't see it. I know know this wasn't like homework. We didn't have this as (laughs) required homework this week. Yeah. Which is it's homework now. <laughs> you got to watch that. It it actually I, had I mean, me inspired I mean, I to go do stuff. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's no way in the world I'm out here broke. You have you you heard about the Fry Fest? You remember that, right? I've Girl. never heard of the Fry Festival. I'm on it right now. Like I'm researching it right now, but I've never heard of it before. What's cool is that Fry was actually a decent app. Yeah. And if they hadn't put the festival behind it, the mm-hmm. app might have blew up. Yeah. It was a it was like ways to book your favorite like artist. So if let's say we having best friend weekend going on in Atlanta or wherever we got best friend weekend happening at, and we say, uh, shit, we want to get fucking Big Draco out there. Yeah. Or say you having a uh, a team party, a Sweet Sixteen, and you go on the app and you be like, you know what, fuck it, let's get that Kells on there. You could get you could get the Pied Piper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Like all of that to say, you could um you could book your favorite apps. I mean, your favorite artists, like the regular person could. Yeah. And it was talking about how there was like kind of a um a disconnect in like how people get screwed over when mm-hmm. they're trying to to book acts. Like he was, he gave an example about how he had to pay somebody five hundred dollars to get in touch with Ja Rule. Then he got he put him in touch with somebody else. He had to pay him a thousand dollars to get in yeah. touch with him. He, yeah, so it's a good Netflix documentary, and I think there's an Amazon uh, Hulu documentary. It's a Hulu one. Yeah. So they I got two the, documentaries on the Fry Fest and how it could have worked <laughs> if he would have took the cruise ships and just, like like when I heard the cruise ship idea, I was like, Perfect. duh, just have everybody sleep in the cruise ships. Perfect. They know what they're getting into. They are paying to stay on a cruise ship, but during the day they could come to the yeah. island. Yes. Fuck off if y'all want to sleep on the island yeah. at night. That's all on you. That. 
Yeah. The last I, little thing, they just keep having little ferries going back and yeah. forth to the cruise ship. I think he, I think he went left when he was trying to make more money, mm-hmm. and he started selling those villas. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he put this, like they had a ten thousand dollar package, bro. Make it like ten villas, cutting, and then everybody else. Yeah, you gotta get, you gotta stay on the cruise ship. It, it was, it was, it was bad business from the jump. Then he sold, oh, he sold a two hundred fifty thousand dollar uh, yacht. Uh, Experience. Yeah, personal chef. Yeah, uh, he was wild, man. Fry fest. I just think I just think it's crazy that he was so young, but I also think what's crazy is like on typically Wikipedia will have like the person's age, no doubt. Yeah. They got that this person was they got that Billy McFarlane, William McFarlane is between the ages of twenty seven and twenty eight. Because he's a cause like he's, they don't even know. Because he's a he really gaffler, is a finesser, right? But he he the he the ultimate finesser to me. Cause he like up until the time everybody came with no place to stay and he knew he was fucked up, he still was cool. Mm-hmm. Loud or left. The whole time you watch, but the you keep saying fry. Is, was it fire? Fire. Like it's fire. You said fry. Okay. Is that what we said? You said fry. Okay, you said maybe, fry maybe I'm saying fry because I'm seeing it in my head as like chanting fry. F R F R Y E, but it's really F Y R E. Yeah, definitely right. fire. Definitely fire. Okay. So disregard everything I said in the last three minutes about fry fest. Cutting, but they had number of fries out there. Though. Hey, boy. <laughs> That's what I thought you was talking about. Like it was like you know, smash fries, rosemary parmesan garlic fries, truffle fries. What you was talking about checkers fries. Mm. You know what I mean? The whole nine. Warm McDonald's fries, waffle fries. Hey, if you had to pick a fry variety, like fry at its at its best, is it a waffle fry? Is it a regular fry? Is it a crinkle fry? Is it a tater tot? Is it like the potato skin like fries? Is it the Slim Daddies? What is the optimum fry? For all foods, no matter what I'm Fries. Eating. You're just getting some fries. Somebody get bring you some fries. What you need? Crinkles. The crinkly daddies, man. Crinkles. So he said crinkles. No, no doubt. Both of y'all it's are not even up for dis- It's not even up for discussion. Cotton, curly I love fries. As a, as, a, as a nice, not curly either. Curly though? No. I don't like curly. Curly crinkles. fries, for some reason, I've never had a bad tasting curly fry. So you want crinkle life. or you want curly? I want curly. I, I curly it's, all the time. It's a difference between crinkle do... and curly. Yeah. Crinkle is yes. um, the one with the little, ple- with the little, little humps in them. Yeah, the humps in them. Crinkle is wavy. Like it's wavy fries. So like which the fries one you rather curly than crinkle? Off top. Okay. I'm waffle. I'm a waffle guy. Mm. I'm Chicken a waffle really? fry. I'm a waffle fry. Like I've had bland fries. waffle fries. I've had waffle fries that I didn't like. I've never had a curly fry that I didn't like. Well, you know, I we, we live in a jack-in-the-box town. So you can get some garbage curly fries. You can oh, walk in there. No, it can be I, hard yeah. and bad. <laughs> Two days old. Yeah. I've been to your town and had curly fries in your town and have never had bad curly fries <laughs> in your town. Okay. So... We should throw a fry fest. Okay. We should. <laughs> Instead of fire fest. You know what we should do? We should just take off the in and friend, and then it'll be best fried weekend, and we good. <laughs> the best fried weekend possible. I hate Of your you. life. Of your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out Uncle Trent, man. Uncle Trent on the track. We can have the Raj Move fries. Those would be mashed potatoes. The Aldo Nice ones could be just whatever you think is nice. And then the low CAPs. Let me see. What would the low CAPs be? Two types of fries mixed together. Okay. Your mama's favorite fries. So whatever. (laughs) 
Whatever the mama's like, that's whatever, what. That's what hey, get on that Fire Festival documentary ride. Like, it's ASAP, great. Though. You're gonna be watching it the whole time because you know it didn't work. But you're gonna be sitting there like, how could they have made it work? They could have made that shit work. He just got too greedy. Yeah, yeah. they could have definitely made it work. And, and Ja Rule, was which like, I feel like, we could still make this work. The, Murder. But Ja Rule didn't do shit the whole. time. I feel like time. it's gonna be the theme of this podcast about being greedy. I got a lot to say about that. Like. Ja Rule just wanted to party with models with Della Haddad and them. Yeah. That's, that's all they did. That's all they did. I mean, it's different, man. Hey, look, let, let's hop into it because we got a lot on the agenda today. Let's talk about it real quick. We'll burn my boot at this week. Um, so I posted something about it. And my partner said I went a little hard when I did it last week. But so the first thing that burned my boot at is you 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 literally made D's in math class with me. Like, when I was in pre-AP math in middle school and in, like, calculus in high school, you was taking Algebra 2 because then you could maybe get to college. You had to finish, like, your your requirements for math to get to college. Mm -hmm. And you didn't even do good in it. You got, like, a C minus, a D. And now you want to do my taxes. (laughs) (laughs) That's not fair. That's 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 that shot fo- shots fired. No, it's a lot of fucking people. This is not. This is not. This is not. A, I'm not. And you know, it sounded like I was talking about one person. It does. But the reason why that's hitting a special vein for so many people is that I'm not talking about one person. Because when I brought it up, a whole bunch of people was like, "Bruh, nigga." I be thinking the same, same damn thing, dog. That thing was stupid. <laughs> and want to do my taxes? <laughs> you can't do my taxes if you're not good at math. <laughs> you don't need to be good enough to do taxes. I don't care. Anybody can do taxes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but you don't. How you doing? So Put some you want in the computer? You're right, right? No. So they can they can, they can know what they're doing, right? Yes. So do you, Raj? Can I ask you a question? Ask me. Do you want a personal trainer who's fat? <laughs> no. Well, nah, no. Okay, okay. Do you want you a, a doctor, personal trainer who used to be fat? Do you want a big a doctor who's smoking cigarettes and smelling like a big cigarette when he walk in there? Like, man, I was outside blowing a joke, messing, drinking. <laughs> they ain't got to do with me though. As long as he know what he's doing. I mean, that, this okay. <laughs> so, I guess, so I, guess I, I guess I could I could I could stomach a doctor smoking more than I could stomach a fat trainer. Man, no. a dumb bitch doing you a dumb. Oh, and I don't even. It don't have to be a bitch. My Damn. apologies. A dumb nigga. It could be Damn. a dumb ass nigga too. Like it could be a dumb white boy too. It could just be a dumb man, woman, doing or child ta- doing your taxes. Doing my taxes is out the window. The dumb. Dumb. If you're not good at math, <laughs> I feel like accounting. So, so listen, you gotta be able to do math. So listen, just because you fat don't mean you're not a, a good person to train. I agree. But you don't want one. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I feel like he might be busy. No, I mean, I, yeah, not for that. The whole time, I would be thinking to myself, why, why don't you do what you're telling me to do? <laughs> um, and then, and then, but with my taxes, I could stomach, I could stomach that more than the, you know, fat trainer as well. But with my taxes, I would be, you know, like I understand like how H&R Block might work. Like I feel like it's just a software and they just plug in the numbers. Like it's not like I'm doing math. If there's done. somebody that's doing, if there's somebody that's doing taxes out of their house, like like they got an ad in a newspaper, like hey, you need your taxes done. It's tax season. Holla at me. That's 
a problem. Well, if I notice that's who all of those people are, that, though, right? That's who everybody are on social media. So they're not H and R Block employees. They like holler at me if you need your taxes. But they they use the same uh let's set up an H and R Block though. Let's just put your shit in some little H and R Black is what it is. And I don't want to deal with H and R Black. Oh, you one of them. I'm definitely one of them. <laughs> you don't like to you don't like to deal with the black man. I don't small business Saturday. You, you rather go you rather go to the white man and do what you got to do. Okay. If to you the, willing to, to go to the green if, man. <laughs> if you're willing to go to jail, then I don't then okay, cool. I'll let you do it. But you gotta be willing to take that charge. <laughs> with your dumb ass. <laughs> I don't funny. know. Maybe you know what it is? It's something personal with me. Because in my life, I can say that there are certain things that I'm really good at. There are certain things that I'm really good at. Talking is one of them. But the thing that I, my first thing that I was good at, that they identified when I was a kid, that I was awesome at, it's math. I'm a, I'm a dog at math. Always been. All, all the way through high school, all the way through college. I'm nice at math. I don't, like, I feel like, so if you do math, what should you do? You should be an engineer. You should be an actuary. You should be a catastrophe modeler. You should do. You should be a math professor. You should come up with theorems. You should be an accountant. Money or do taxes. Do taxes. But just because you made a D in high school, maybe what happened? Disqualified. No, disqualified from doing. No, no, maybe they made too high on their last test. And the teacher suspended their test because they jumped from a D to an A. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just never know. It's possible. You never know, Shawty. You, <laughs> you never know. Never know. know. Okay, I, I'm, I'm over it. Raj, I got something else, Clayton. That uh, I, I went to church. Let me just let y'all know this. It's crazy. I did too. Uh, I went to church because my mom won that Martin Luther King Award for saying that was St. Jude. Shout um, out, mom. So shout out. This podcast brought to you by Dr. Twan. And she won the award. So when I went home last weekend on Friday night, I went to a church service at 7 p.m. I woke up the next morning at a funeral I had to attend, man. R.I.P. Uncle Pat. And um, I went there at like 11 a.m. And then I had to do another service. The first <laughs> service was in Lafayette. The second one was in New Iberia. St. Edwards at 4.30 p.m. So in a 24-hour span, I went to church three times. And every service was at minimum an hour and a half. That's the most church I didn't did in a while. <laughs> in about a year and a half. <laughs> Two. A year and a half. <laughs> the, like, that much church in, in a 24-hour span? <laughs> I felt like... When I think about Jesus and what he's done for me, I felt real, 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 real Baptist at the time. But Raj, I had some things that came to mind, and I think you're going to feel me on some of these. Some of these are Catholic, some of these are universal. You want to hear them? Here you go. I'm ready. First thing that burned my Buddha, when I went to the Martin Luther King Mass, they had the whole black Catholic Martin Luther King playlist. In church. Oh, Negro National Negro. Saturate us. We shall overcome. Lift every voice and say, breathe. Lead me. Guide me along the way. They had all five of them. I was hyped. Played that eye on the prize? Because that's on there too. (laughs) You know what really burned my boot at? What they didn't play? What's that? That Dr. King. Dr. King, Dr. <laughs> Dr. King, King, Dr. King was a civil rights leader. 
Dr. King. <laughs> Dr. King. He had a dream. Had a dream. <laughs> That's the catch that y'all made up. You wanted That's everybody <laughs> to have the same freedom. You wanted everybody <laughs> to join hands together. Mm-mm. And make I feel like that's his a, dream I feel like come true. This this uh, this podcast brought to you by Bucky. He just gave me a. Uh, I'm gonna get. I got something for his next mixtape. It's gonna be um, Bucky song. Birthday, everybody. We had a dream. Something like that. I don't know. I got, I'm, I'm gonna work on it, but it's it's coming soon. Shout oh. out Graham Star Thirty. Oh, Bucky! Bucky actually sung at the funeral and shine, shine. Did he really? Yeah, he with his group. Them boy, men of status. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> That's not the name of his group. Don't no. ever go nowhere. With men that. of Calvary. Men Can of we Calvary. come out with a gospel? We let's do it. Me, you, and Lois come out with a gospel group called it, Men of Calvary. It has to be called Pastor Lois featuring yeah the the new Iberia Love Alive Choir. I need Men of Calvary in there some kind of way. Let's get this thing. And in the name of our the 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 one the one song would be our our lead single would be Oh No Not in Here. Oh no, not in here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus said, not in here. Yeah. Not in here right now. Maybe in the back, but not in here. Well, I say, not in here. <laughs> not in here. <laughs> Devil, go away. Yeah. Jesus said, not, not in, in here. I felt real spiritual when I was when I was on it, man. That's a but, good feeling, man. Hey, I'm, pro- I'm happy for but you. But Dr. King, you saying we made that up? I I feel like we made it up. I, I, I kind of was feeling like I made it up. <laughs> I sung it Friday night, and everybody was like, "That's funny that we never heard this song." <laughs> Come, we went to St. Edwards. Bum bum bum. At the end of mass, they broke out that Dr. King. <laughs> Dr. King. That Dr. King played it there. And you know who I dapped mm-hmm. at church, Raj? I dapped a lot of people, that, a lot of church figures that you would love. But I definitely dapped up. Um, he lives. He I've him. never talked to him in my life. I dapped him twice. <laughs> he had his council, like, court and council 63, nice of Peter Claver hat on. Hit it for me, Raj. I don't know it. Come on, Raj. I don't know it. I wasn't a part of it. He No. He lives. Boy. He lives. Oh, you want that? He lives? <laughs> he lives. <laughs> he lives. <laughs> He lives. He lives. That shit sound good. Yeah, hey. I was trying to That convince. shit might have to be on that best friend weekend on that weekend party all night. He lives. That shit might have to be on it. I like I was trying to convince my sisters that I could actually sing in the church. I was trying hard. They said I, I couldn't hold the, the lyric. But I was in there trying, man. I was back. I'm gonna back, show back when I was. This a podcast child. is brought to you by your sisters. I'm a sing phone. Yeah, oh, with the church oh, 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 that's how you come. I'm singing sing phone. <laughs> Before life lost all its innocence, my father would lift me high. <laughs> I was, I was trying to hold notes. It's like you wavering, you cracking. I was trying. Though. I was, I was trying. Because your neck keep moving. Keep no, that's up. what they do. They, they move their neck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so right, some another thing that burned my boot that I noticed. This is the second thing. I never, I never was in my life cutting. I didn't did everything. I didn't been an altar boy. I didn't been a lector. I didn't look. I didn't did a lot of stuff in that church. Why they never let me bring up the offertory? 
They never let you bring up the offertory. You brought up the offertory before? Of course I brought up the offertory. Never brought up the offertory. So let me tell you how you do it. Fresh fade, fresh suit, (laughs) and you get to bring up the the stuff. You got to get there early, I feel. No, you don't have to get there early because they'll come holler at you like in the middle of mass and be like, hey, what's up? Y'all going to bring up the gifts? And then you bring up the gifts. Like, but if you like, I'm telling you, if you're fresh and you like, you got to dap up the usher good oh. too. Like whenever he, you got to dap him up good. Like maybe, maybe throw a couple of peace signs out, hit the, hit the water, make the sign of the cross, like, and make sure they see you. He coming for you for the gifts. I got you. So what y'all bring? Myrrh? <laughs> Frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> You bring the wine in the um in in the in the Eucharist, and you bring the money. Are you talking about the wine that everybody drink at the same cup? Okay, so that brings me to my next point. <laughs> right, that shit disgusting. Right, before I die, I'm taking communion to the head, brother. <laughs> what? The whole cup. When when the when have you ever taken the the host cutting the body of Christ to the head by just walking up and sticking Not your the body, tongue out. You mean the blood. No, the body sticking your tongue out, yeah, cutting, he, just taking he, it to the head. Oh, like you mean? So you putting your you putting your hands on your shoulders and sticking your face out and with your tongue out. Stick your tongue out. <laughs> hit you with you the, ever stuck your tongue out and take communion with before? The salt bait. Al, look, I'm. I'm I'm telling you right now, don't dare me to do that because I will do that as saying that with St. Jude. But don't dare me to do I'm that because that's the point where I lose my religion. Hey, I asked everybody and all of my cousins, Brittany, Chris, all, all of them was like, I've never done that. And I said it in front of my mama. She was like, they didn't make y'all do that for First Communion? I was like, no, they taught us how to put your right hand under your left. Get the get the get the body of Christ. Pick it up with your right hand so you don't drop it. Sign it across, and keep it moving. I was like, no, they didn't have those little us walking up, sticking our tongue out for the priest to stick it in. Man, that's what the problem is, man. Y'all some freaks. The <laughs> old people do know. An old woman did it in church, and I literally was like, <laughs> stop laughing. I was like, that's the laziest shit ever. You know, Somebody walk up to get communion and just, uh, did the priest, he did have some hand sanitizer? He just, <laughs> he just, I'm, I'm making a pledge right now and I'm making it in serious, seriousness that I don't play around like that. But I, but if me and you end up at St. Jude together, I'm, do, I'm doing it. Say, so Roger, what if he touch your tongue? How about, how about, how about not even if we had St. Jude's? The next time me and you are in the same church, you, you have gotta to be, take it to the head. No, here's why I say St. Jude. I say St. Jude because everything is uh, perpendicular. You yeah, know, like whenever you go up to communion yeah. and you're on the side, like you can see me from any <laughs> vantage point pretty much. If I do it at St. Edwards, I might be sitting with my mom and dad. You sitting with your mom and dad and, you know, and I can't, y'all, you wouldn't be able to see me do it. Like, you'd have to, like, go out, like, you know, to the front. At St. Jude, you could see me. I'm pledging right now that I'll do it for you. So, wait, y'all don't take communion, like, on communion? Yeah. So, when you take communion, you stick your hand out, right? No. They give us a little cup. They got juice in there. You peel it off. The man say, uh, hold this up. This is for the body of Christ. It will die by sin. Eat that. This is the blood representing the root, and you drink all of it. Boom, you drink that. And then, so they give y'all like something to yeah. They, and, it's a, and, it's a look in that denomination, in, oh. in, in a lot of denominations, they'll like pass around a tray no, no, in yeah. the actual we, we, pews. But we walk up, and he gives it to us. Oh, okay. So 
like the way me, Roger, everybody else, we stick our hands out, he put it in our hand, and we eat it. But what about the wine? Oh, the wine people. The wine is what you said. Like they'll give you the glass, you drink out the glass, you give it back to them, they wipe it off and give you the next one. Uh, yeah, I know. I never. I've probably only had wine two or three times in my life. I'm not a big wine. Oh, they backwashing there. Well, yeah, and I don't think about it that way. I just kind of think about it. Eh, somebody could be sick. In it. I'm not trying to get sick. I'm not <laughs> trying to have a, a flu cutting because yeah. somebody you took communion after. And I get it. I'm not supposed to feel that way, but whatever. Uh, but uh, some old people go up to get the communion and just. <laughs> Stick their tongue out. <laughs> and then the priest just put it on their tongue. Like a little dog. <laughs> no, I just want to take communion to the head. Like one time in my life. So y'all y'all take the bread, y'all take the bread and the wine at the same time? You bread, then you walk to the wine. Oh, okay. No. You like you one and then the next. The whole church do it at the same time. We all st- oh, y'all just kinda like like Jim Jones type shit. <laughs> yeah, like y'all all take this sip yeah, in the cooler for the thing and Yeah, like they cheers. <laughs> everybody hold up everybody hold it up it's really up to it down to it we bro, stop it. <laughs> stop it stop it y'all stupid man okay so speaking of Martin Luther King I just wanted to, to talk a little bit about it um it was MLK weekend um did did either one of y'all work for Martin Luther King Day no Rod you had I to did. work yeah, I did yeah that's a tough one how you feel about that you alright what, so what else was do you, I, I don't do? know. Do you feel like it's like kind of like working on Easter or Christmas or Thanksgiving at the least? No, not so, at all. So um, you feel like Martin Luther King is less important than. of a holiday than Thanksgiving? Uh, so I, I so it's not. I know as it's a tough question. I know it's a tough question. No, no I just think it's not as religious of Thanksgiving a Thanksgiving is not so a religious like Halloween. Sorry. Uh, so it it, it so it kind of in my mind it is okay. Um, um, I feel like whenever I give thanks, I'm giving thanks, you know, to God. Like I'm not giving thanks to just give thanks for emptiness. I'm giving thanks to you know for the things that I, you know, am blessed with. Um, so I do look at it as a religious. I know it's not. I know it's not. It's it's probably got all sorts of negative connotations to it to like the actual day. But I just mean me, how I view it, I view it as a religious holiday, Martin Luther King Day. Um, it means a lot to me. I didn't get to go to any MLK parades, if there's even such a thing here, or any type of, you know, any type of events surrounding that holiday or that day. But um, I've never went to any parades or anything like that, other than if it was connected to the school I was at. Like if it was, if I was at St. Edwards, there was a Martin Luther King Day program. At school that day, but ever since college, I've never really been to a more a MLK Day event. So, um, I, I don't I, know. This it's an interesting question. Where do you think it falls then on the okay? If we talking holiday spectrum, what's the most important holiday? Christmas. Christmas. Is it Christmas? Christmas. Is more than Easter? Easter. Christmas. Christmas and Easter. I mean, they wasn't what? Christmas. You I know, think Christmas people is, who don't go to church. Only go to church on Easter, not Christmas. Nah. No, no. The we, call people, them, we call them CME members. Yeah, yeah. But if they, like I've talked to people before who like I don't I only go one day of the year, and if they only go one day, it's Easter. It's Easter because they say that's the miracle. That's the Jesus miracle. Yeah. Okay. Like, I also think so. I where know. I work at, last year was the 2018 was the first year that they let people off for Easter. So like I don't I think that East I think Christmas has some of course like a large view of of religious you know religious surroundings but i think that people just 
look some like if people aren't looking at it from a religious perspective like there's no such thing as easter if you're not religious but christmas people still celebrate that you know and not and may not be religious well i think it has something to do with the fact that it's quote unquote holiday season mm-hmm. and it's like what I, I would hate to say like yan kapura or whatever I, I probably said the wrong thing um hanukkah hanukkah christmas kwanzaa all these all of these things fall around the same rosh hashanah all these things are probably around the same time that is kind of like, uh, like you're right. Maybe just it's that quote unquote holiday season more than Man, people get Easter gifts. Things. You're getting gifts on Christmas. Of course, people are gonna celebrate that more. You ain't getting shit on Easter but some eggs and gas and a chocolate Easter bunny. Have you ever eaten the whole chocolate Easter bunny? Nah. Yes, you have. I can. That's yeah. outstanding. <laughs> I might have ate an ear and made in his eye. I used to like to eat his eye because it was like candy. It was. Like it was a, a different kind of candy. It yeah. was like. I never made Candy a pass chess or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He, never made a pass of chess. Yeah. I never, his head is about all I didn't yeah. pause. <laughs> I didn't feel, I didn't feel anything. I think it would be, you know, I guess me being, I don't I'll call it level headed. Maybe you might call it unwoke or sleep. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it would be very crazy for them to just let the black people off. Well, I would think Martin Luther okay. King, that'd be crazy. So is fourth, do y'all have 4th of July off? No. Okay. So y'all working on 4th of July too. That's interesting. Full day. So then what are the days that you get off at your place? Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Hmm. Interesting. That's most... Uh, and that's how it is typically in retail. No, like most people retail get off Memorial, uh, Labor Day. Retail? No, oh, not retail, most people. They don't that's, get off? Okay. No, no way. I retail dude, no, people that's, that's Labor Day. Sales, hmm. Not even Labor Day. Like those are days that retail employees take... That Those are days that we take customers like you're off so you get to get you get to get stuff done on that day like you can go to walmart on labor day i don't i don't work at walmart but you get to go to walmart on labor day you get to go to walmart on whatever other day holiday that that the government might recognize so government employees bank employees teachers you know might be off for that day but not retail employees typically it's just the big holidays and sometimes not even those Oh, I thought you would have been like one of them boys. Oh, come we getting time and a half today. Close overtime. We do. We do. We get oh. actually it's called holiday pay. It's you get paid an extra day just for working that day. So MLK Day, shout out, I got paid an extra day. I'll take that. <clears throat> you still should do something. I don't know what. Uh, so do you appreciate that you get paid an extra day for that? You should probably listen to all his speeches on that day in the store. Loud. That could that could be a thing. I mean, I don't think anybody would... keep that in mind. Like, I honestly don't think anybody would stop anyone from doing that. Mm-mm. I'll wear a big, a, a big Martin Luther King shirt up under your shirt. All I a Martin Luther King shirt. Yeah. Uh, under uh, my shirt? What uh, What uh, would that uh, do? A robe, under my shirt? Like a, a priestly robe, like Martin Luther nah, King would have. not a priestly, a pastor. Or I could have just wore a suit. A suit. How about that? Just yeah. wear a suit yeah. and a, a mustache. Oh, you should talk <laughs> like him all day. And a mustache. You should talk like him all day. What does Martin Luther King fall in in regards to um, black people of all time? Number mm. one. Number one. Number one. I'll throw out some other names, three or four names to consider. Hugh P. Okay, Hugh P. Malcolm Newton, X. Malcolm X. Obama. Obama. Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. Um, I throw out. Um, I throw out um, Booker T. Washington. Booker Taylor Farrell. Yeah. Marcus Garvey. If you throw out Booker T, you gotta give me Stevie Ray as well. So 
the Harlem Heat, huh? Hey, <laughs> damn sure can't forget Big Draco. Soldier Boy got to be in there. Big Draco got Drake. Yeah, Soldier Boy. If you're going to say Big Draco, you got to say Drake. Yeah. His son. His only begotten son. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he black. For yeah, sure. I'm going Jesus. Jesus, Martin Luther King. Jesus, Martin Luther King. I I, I used yep. to have Martin Luther King at three behind um, Frederick Douglass and Barack, but I, I did move. I did move um, Martin Luther King to number one on my list a while back. We got we got to get uh, Obama a holiday. He's not a go, but he's not number one. You gotta give him. Oh yeah, now Booker T don't have a holiday. Mm-hmm. Frederick don't have a holiday. Frederick Douglass don't have a holiday. Mm-hmm. And Obama can't come before Frederick. Um, what you call it? Got a day. James Harden got a day in Houston. Slim Thug got a day. Yeah, so. Okay, we even got a day in Cincinnati. So, everybody can have a day. Big Draco got a day. Somewhere. <laughs> Somebody Park. got a day. In, um, in, Com- in Bompton, I bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you saw the MLK meme. Not meme, the little um, video, huh? Talking about, oh, they cheated the Saints out of that game. Them Rams cheated on yesterday. They coach was in on it. He threw the ball to the receiver, and before the ball could touch his hand, he knocked him out of the air. Where do they do that at? I did a little research on the ref that didn't call the interference and found out that he played for the Rams before. He was in on it. And to all the haters, it's still who that? When I saw that, I said, "That's not how Martin Luther King would have would have would have handled it." What he would have done? Martin Luther King would have said, "I was tired of them New Orleans niggas <laughs> with that twenty-eight to three. <laughs> That's a good for you. Coming straight from the Ebenezer Baptist <laughs> Catholic Church in Atlanta, <laughs> Georgia. Yes, Louisiana. What? Y'all can keep your ass home." <laughs> And not come to the state of Georgia. Because y'all for a Is long it? time then had little black men, little black kids and white kids having Creole babies. Stupid boy. Yeah, you just said something like that. You're dumb. He wouldn't that have been like with Martin, us. Martin Luther Thomas to me. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Luther. Stop it. <laughs> no, I don't think Martin Luther King would have been with us. Yeah, Straight did. up. He, he wouldn't have been with a Falcon us. jersey on. No, Martin Martin Luther he would have he would have did the the who that chant. Not not for us, but whatever the, the rise up or whatever the boys do in Atlanta. That's who would have done it for <laughs> you know if they was in the playoffs. Yeah, he'd be out there beating the drum. Beating the big drum. <laughs> I told these niggas. I can just hear him. <laughs> I told these niggas they got to rise up. I said that in 63 when I said that. Zone on, 6. <laughs> I told that in 63 when I said that. You stupid. Oh, speaking of beating the big drum, that made me think about how they do before the games. Beating the big drum, man. Big story. Big, big, big story. Did you guys hear about the um, recent... Um, standoff between the Native American elder yeah. and the white boys. 
that 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 young white privilege. I heard, I heard about. I that. mean, that's it's just this is white privilege at its finest. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so basically, in case y'all didn't know, um, basically Catholic school students. It was a conversation in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and it started Friday. Um, these Catholic school students from Kentucky, which might I add, mm-hmm. that same Catholic school in Kentucky has been accused and video documented in the past of wearing black paint and black mm-hmm. face in the stands during games. And harassing black students, so let's just um, let's just let it know that that's how they actually get down. Yeah. But they were participating in a March for Life rally on Capitol Hill. Um, students, the name of the school, since we got to put them on blast, is the Covington Catholic School in Northern Kentucky. Um, a small group not in of, Southern Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, a small group, Kalahai, a small group of Native Americans were holding an Indigenous Peoples March. So there's a March for Life, and there's an indigenous people's march happening at the same time. Who's catching all these marches in the same place? I don't know, Cutting. <laughs> somebody, somebody. It ain't even, it's, it's January too. It ain't even March. <laughs> so, the, um, so while it's happening, the first video that came out shows um, a student standing face up. The student, I can't remember. I can't, I'm trying to find his little name. because His name's he, Nick Sandman. Is it Nick Sandman? Something like that. Nick Sandman. Okay. Him. He stood up in um in in Chief Chief um Wigwam no not Chief no Wigwam. Chief Sacagawea Sacagawea's no Nathan Phillips <laughs> why he got a big regular name <laughs> why he can't be Chief Sitting Bell Chief Chief blowing horn Chief beating drum Washington Redskins Redskins yeah Chief Chief Kansas City Chief couldn't <laughs> 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 like. Why is his name Keith, Nathan Keith. Phillips cutting like a big black dude? Cut his no damn I know the whole story. Ain't from New Orleans. <laughs> He's just trying to go to college three. He a Mardi Gras Indian. <laughs> Nathan Phillips. Hell out of here, man. Oh, I don't even like this story no more. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a real Indian Indian. Nah, his name Nathan. Nathaniel. I'm, Nathaniel Phillips. I missed that boy. I missed that boy name. God. Okay. Anyway. So, uh... <laughs> The tribe elder was um, basically sitting there and um, beating the drum, and the little white boy um, was just standing in his face, just mean mugging him. And all the kids were laughing. They were singing, oh, oh, oh. So Nick Sandman basically was the Covington student who went viral for being like, he said, I was not intentionally making faces at the protester. I did smile at one point because I wanted him to know that I was not going to become angry, intimidated, or be provoked into a larger confrontation. That white privilege shining through, boy. Um, I got so many questions. About but it, like, uh, okay. at the end of the story... So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to come full story, full story, step with the story. So, what really they said happened was that they had a tribe of black Hebrews... Yeah. Hoteps. Hoteps. Yeah. And I saw a... a Self-professed hotel online trying to differentiate itself from the Hebrew mm-hmm. Israelites. I've run into these people before in the streets of a big city in DC once. Them niggas scary. <laughs> I don't want to have nothing to do with the black um Hebrew Israelite hotel number ones. Man, I'll be talking about them hoteps on this podcast. I don't want it with them. You definitely don't want it with them. Boy. I don't want it with them. Um basically they was over there. They said them boys was over there like, fuck you, white boys. Yeah. And fuck you, Indians. <laughs> and fuck the Jews. Black power. Black bitch. power. 
And if y'all want that smoke, we're here for all of it. So they basically was out there going yeah. hard. And they said that Indian dude was trying to defuse the situation and got between the kids and the, the, and the, and the Hebrew uh, Israelites. Hoteps. And so now Trump and everybody else is trying to frame it like, oh, no, um, the kids were wrong. They were good people on both sides. And he invited the kids to mm-hmm. D.C., to the White House. And he's like... Oh yeah, I'm gonna make these kids out to be good because they all had MAGA hats on. Yeah, Trump actually tweeted, looking like Nick Sandman and the Covenant Catholic School students were treated unfairly with early judgments proving out to be false, smeared by the media. Not oh, good. Yeah. You left that part. Yeah. But making big comeback. Mm-hmm. New footage shows that the media was wrong about the team's encounter encounter with Native American. Nick Sandman and the students of Covington have become symbols of fake news and how evil it can be. They have captivated the attention of the world, and I know they will use it for good. Maybe even to bring people together. It started off unpleasant, but can end in a dream on Martin Luther King weekend. Well, I think this this story kind of just speaks to what they had stand for. I think a lot of people look at it as it's a symbol of racism at this point. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know, coming from the media, what whose side was what, who started what, but at the same time, Number one, it, them little kids ain't had no business being part of none of that rigmarole, none of that nonsense. And where y'all, I'm about to, who, who are the um, chaperones? Where y'all let while this going on? You know what I'm saying? Now then, someone would have popped off with the kids or them hoteps, because no hoteps Them hoteps would have fucked them well, kids they, up. But they have no problem fucking little teenage white boys up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't care about that. They don't see nothing wrong with it. They with their shit all day long. So I think you, you really have to be careful when you putting yourself in that position wearing those hats. And somebody should, should have made a better judgment. Like, look here, man. I understand what you do. They had a Trump 2020 banner out, too. Yeah. I understand what, you know, whatever. Cause they can't even vote yet. So, I understand what you're trying to do or whatever, but hey. What relax. are they trying to do? Start some shit. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I think. Let me let me tell you what I think. This this I feel like this super off the cuff. Like, maybe you might not even feel me on this one. But, like, I think that there was just too much going on. Like you said, the Trump 2020 banner. And then, like, why? where did they get... Like, why did a bunch of Catholic school students have every student have MAGA hats. Like, where did y'all get all of those MAGA hats from? All right, cool. So maybe maybe that's not that big of a deal. Maybe they all went to the MAGA store and bought them. Uh, or maybe they was like, hey, let's do this before. You know, like kids do some crazy things. Or they might have got them off of a magazine. Go ahead. Maybe so. Or they came with Magnum condoms. Maybe they got a MAGA dope <laughs> with, the, with the hat. So um, I think that there is a lot going on. I, and there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about. I'm I'm throwing the Saints game out there. I'm throwing this stuff out there. I'm throwing the Patriots made the Super Bowl out there again. All to mask the fact, like just to give people something else to talk about other than that damn um, government shutdown. Like that is a big deal to me. And I feel like there's pawns in place. I might sound like a hotep right now. A little bit. But there's pawns in place. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) I feel like I feel like they got too much going on. Like there's just too much shit in right now, and there's a freaking government shutdown. Like can't even get my freaking taxes done because of this shit. Like too much stuff, too much distraction going on, and it's like I'm 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 almost like laughing at it. Like this is just too much stuff for me to really like concern myself with it because there's bigger issues. People don't want to hear about the government shutdown every day, no. so it's not per se. That they're uh, that they're trying to mask it. I think more it's that they're only co- they're covering it more. They're covering other stuff more because mm-hmm. they don't want to talk about the government shutdown. I don't think. What does a mask do? 
I mean, but how how you you can't you can't you point. can't tell me how close they are to the government, you know, opening back up. And they don't have like a loading symbol like eighty two percent, seventy five percent. So you we won't know how far you know how close they are to doing the deal or whatever, coming to some type of agreement. So I don't want to hear about that same shit every day, day in day out. No, but I do. Like I'm not saying so, I but do. You can I don't watch, watch it. the if you news. If you go to CNN, you can watch it every day. Yeah, and, and I get that. But what I'm saying is, I don't understand how I don't understand how. So those students, there was also some other footage in that in that um you know what you sent us out in the the uh, article that you sent us that was like, oh I'm this white woman and these these Catholic students was badgering me yeah, too. Yeah, they like them to. boys was out yeah. there acting wild. Them boy, they had one dude. It, it had snow on the ground and they had one dude that was you know fat. Uh, for you know, just save for the conversation. He was fat, and he was doing. They was doing a little chant and stuff like that, and it was just very, very, very super duper white privilege. I I I didn't get that, and then for like Trump to come to their rescue. Yeah. So like, what I don't understand in the whole situation is like, okay, cool. Like maybe Trump was looking at it from the perspective that them boys wasn't all the way wrong. Like maybe they was defending themselves. I get it, but. What was their retaliation justified? Like, was was is that how you retaliate against someone that's treating you wrong? I don't think so. So, like, how can you say, "Oh, it looks like looks like Nick Sandman and the students become a symbol of fake news and how evil they can be," or they were treated unfairly with early judgment proven out to be false? Okay, well, them boys was acting wild too, and it might have been in retaliation, but that that's a thing. How you retaliate, how you deal with adversity is a thing. So I don't understand that. It's you you okay. I you're making a lot of points that's interesting. It's the I think the way reason people latched onto this story so much is because it's a personification, a very visual display of white privilege. I mean, yeah. It's like not often do we have like bam glaring right in your mm-hmm. face. Like we just gonna sit up here and heckle this old like people i mean you know people don't give a shit about indians mm-hmm. like they don't give a damn about native americans yeah. take your land give them smallpox mm-hmm. give them blankets with fucking diseases and kill their ass give them liquor let them get drunk y'all can have y'all casino shut the get fuck up casino yeah like <laughs> we don't care about y'all and y'all depression and y'all native americanism that's how america really be yeah. handling native american people mm-hmm. um but still, anyone who kind of is objective can steps back and says, "Damn, they did America. They did Native American people wrong." So we're it's an easy group to look at and say, "Man, y'all like it's it's bad enough that they got to be Native American mm-hmm. and y'all got to be doing this too." Then you duplicate it with the fact that he's old and mm-hmm. shit. Like heckling old people is never a good look. Yeah. Like I don't give a damn if that was. An old white man cutting like if that was a video of an old white man like spraying or something, and it was a bunch of black kids with not make America great again hats on with um with whatever black the, lives the matter shirts on black lives matter shirts black lives matter fine and they in his face like you old white bitch blah yeah. blah blah walling in his face me. or not even in his face cursing just like making fun of him yeah and then one of them just standing there like mean mugging him in his face and not saying nothing. Can I be like, God damn, not, y'all fucking wet. I'm like, y'all set niggas back. Like, I would be mad that they did that to an old person. So I think age has a lot to do with this. I, I think for me, the whole thing about it is, number one, you got you got grown-ups out there. That, you know, those, those are teenagers. So you, have, you, have, you have adults out there watching these teenagers and let their behavior go on. 
You know what I mean? It's, it's no way I take a bunch of... I mean, you have been on taking kids on trips. It's no way I'm... Say we go on somewhere and we all got on Black Lives Matter shirts on and we run into the white supremacists. You know what I'm saying? You think I'm going to let my little... You know, out here, me mugging and going back. I'm not... We leaving. You know what I mean? We just, I'm, we just, I'm just not going to let you... Not on my watch. Well, I work at a college, so I'm going to let them... I'm going to let them turn up if they want. Because okay. they're in college. Well, okay. But if I was in middle school... I, like, yeah. I, we can't definitely. do that. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't do that under your watch. You let them turn up and then two, three of them get beat up and they ain't looking at you crazy. But anyway, I mean, I, I just feel like it's a whole bunch of people dead ass wrong in this in this situation. That's white privilege at its best. And I think the I think the adults were a okay with it seemed like because I mean you you knew what you knew what those hats meant. I mean I, I feel like you should know what they mean to America or what they mean to other people, especially when you saw those hotels across the street being ashy, dusty, unkept, with all black on screaming what's happening with it, you know. I won't stay out there and play with y'all like y'all want. I, I would, I would. Let me, let me, let me also throw this out there. What, what, what just worries me? Like you know, I watch stuff like this, and it just worries me uh, when I see certain things. Because like I'm kind of, I'm trying to read between the lines. I'm not trying to like just get caught up in the hoopla or in anybody's agenda one way or another. But like the little interview that they had with the dude, it was like, oh, this guy's an eleventh, eleventh grader, and he's on NBC News tonight, whatever it was, yeah. CBS. I don't know. They're trying to make um, him a little figure. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah, that that but I'm but I'm just looking at like is is his parents is that school is white privilegedness whatever you want to call it gonna really send that kid on TV unprepared like you really think that he went up there and said things that really came to his mind or like did he have prepared answers like come on like I'm not like I'm you're not I don't know I guess maybe there's some people that might be like well he was he went up there and he was very sincere but like I didn't see it as very sincere I saw that I saw it as just per- politically correctness and that don't go nowhere to me no like, it's not politically correct it's just pushing a political agenda to me but what I'm saying is is like so he was like we're like they asked him a question like do you think that this went well and he was like we're a Catholic school we don't condone these we don't condone these actions at our school and nobody's racist at my school. And it's like, well, how did you, do you know everybody at that school? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a bunch of questions that I had and I'm just like, oh, you can't, you can't say that. That makes no sense to me. Well, you know, they gave the boy that, a question beforehand. They probably got the question what he was going to have to answer or whatever. But no, he already knew what he was answering. Yeah. Like, you're not going to send an 11th grader up there nah. without him knowing. You're not going to, you're not going to throw him as, if she would have been like, well, what do you think about, uh, something, something, something that happened in this year, and he would have, he would have just been lost. Yeah, like it would have. What's his name? Meek Mill. They try to get him up there. Won't, won't let him know. Well, it, it I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't gonna be a gotcha interview, and they probably contained no. who he was, who was interviewing, what type of station, what type of message. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I think we're talking about white privilege. We're talking about this, but I think even conflated, conflated, and all of that is like the the privilege of youth. Mm-hmm. I just was thinking like, damn, if that was my grandfather or my pops or whatever. I'm hot. I'm like, if I'm there, like oh. sitting in the back and I see them a little bit, like I would have walked up to that little boy and grabbed him by his fucking neck. Yeah. Like it, that that's all it would have been. I would have been like, get the fuck out of his face. Yeah. Like it would have been yeah. a very, like, you're not about to sit down and be staring down on people yeah. in their face. Like, like I don't like it. It's just, a, it, you, made, you made a good point. With it the exudes. I think that's whole, the most, you, the most important, important question. Disrespectful. The disrespect. The most important question was what Los asked. It was like, where was the chaperones? Like, they were there. Just letting it happen. I have to be, dog. 
don't know. But I, I didn't, I didn't see him. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I didn't look for him. But I, I'm wondering, like, who let these kids act like that? Like, these kids are someone's responsibility. These, this dude that was like acting wild or standing there looking lifeless at the Native American guy. Um, was an eleventh grader. Like in eleventh grade, you can't just send me to the to the capital to Washington D.C. But yeah. it just let me do me. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, that. maybe, maybe, um, maybe the you know you, you you might not realize this, Raj. I mean, you've taught before, but um, you might not understand from every end of the talk. I'm kind of uniquely qualified to understand this because I work with teachers from different different um walks of life, different school districts, mm-hmm. different type of schools. Catholic school teachers usually is kind of a different breed. Mm-hmm. They um, don't get paid as much. They not certified. Not a lot of times aren't certified. They don't have to go through the same trainings. They don't have the same curriculum they have to teach. The mm-hmm. kids don't have the same standards. Mm-hmm. They could just get up there and kind of do what the fuck they want. Yeah. So, and they're like getting getting fired and stuff like that. It's a whole different process. So, honestly, the teachers might just be trash. Like the Catholic school teachers might have just been there, like okay. And laughing about it and feeling like, ha, ha, ha. But see that, okay. Or they might have been over there worried about the Hebrew Israelites and not worried about, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> that, I, don't think, I don't think that part is a teacher standpoint. Oh, maybe they was like, since I don't get paid standpoint. enough. Maybe they was like, well, I don't get paid enough for this shit. That might have been it. That's very possible, point. though. <laughs> that's a great point. Like, I'm not worried about them. Man, fuck, fuck them. The kids, <laughs> kids want to act up? Let hey, them act up. I don't like, I don't like his They didn't even pay me for this trip. I went to Kentucky. I'm from Kentucky. They sent me to Washington, D.C., but they didn't even pay me. And they made me drive a van. A Catholic one, and I had to drive a van. It wasn't even a flight. No, not even a van. A white Catholic school bus. Yeah, with the name of the school on the side of it, Covington Catholic High School. And make a make America great again rims. No, them teachers had to be with that make America great again. Shit. Yeah, I was thinking about if I was a teacher. Son, I'm not allowing a bunch of right. kids to have MAGA shit. No, no way. No. Like my okay, so what's funny is one day my boy. I don't know if I said this on a podcast before. Some of these things, um, like roll around in my head. And maybe I've said it before. But my boss asked me this. All bullshit aside, one day we was talking, and she asked me if she said she got in the elevator with somebody and they had a Make America Great Again hat on, and she was like, like, like she was ready to get off on like the next floor because she didn't want to be like close to somebody. But then she also asked me. If a, somebody came to your class and they had a Make America Great Again hat, like, what would you do? And she asked me that, like, just trying to figure out what I say. And I just was like, I would make a joke that would make them very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I would make a joke about something like, oh, so we're just wearing all our racist shit that we can wear today. <laughs> like, I would say I would say something like just, ha, 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 but cutting, if I'm a school teacher and nah. seven out of my 24 kids come into class with MAGA hats Take on. Take out, bro. Take them off. Take them hats out, dog. Come in here with that shit. Raj. Raj. If you go <laughs> to work you. and four of your coworkers come in tomorrow with MAGA hats and they're just walking around, will you feel like you need to be like, say, bro, what's that about? Take the hat off, dog. Nah, I mean, I, honestly, like, I remember being in middle school and, you know, we went in a little bit different at times with, like, uh, let's say a girl might come to school with pink hair mm-hmm. and they call that a distraction. Yeah. Like, that's a distraction. That's a distraction. Like, you, you're, you, you are, like, trying to incite a riot. Like, that, to be honest with you, if any of those kids were, like, of adult age, she probably should have been arrested for attempting to incite a riot. Mm. Like... Forget the, the black Hebrews doing their thing. They out there the with the, and they just preaching. The fucking yeah, hotel started their own shit. Yeah. The hotel's just out there. Hotels, nigga. 
Them hotel stars. But them boys out there doing them. Them boys out there doing them. And y'all boys out here like really like instigating, like really trying to like incite a riot. Fuck y'all little white boys. Hey, the white boys was for the right to live movement. The Indians was for the indigenous people movement. And them hotels was out there for the motherfucking shit. The fucking kill whitey march. For these paws. Pause Catch march. these pause movement. Anybody other than black man. Anybody the can The fuck get with it. y'all talking about movement. <laughs> Keep beating that drum. <laughs> the fuck you, fuck you um, Indian too. Yeah. The motherfucking oh, yeah. hotels, dog. Anything ain't black, you, we come let you throw. I didn't even know about this story. One of my partners, um, shout out this podcast brought to you by Duff. Duff sent me a text talking about some... Um, Man, look at these fucking hotels in the stars. That's funny. We, I guess our podcast is the foremost authority on talking down on hotels. Because people be seeking us out to say them goddamn hotels, man. Uh, real quick, man. Y'all saw Chris Brown, man. She was... Um, just real quick, I'm going to run the story. Just, I'm, I'm yeah, just going to throw it out here. And then y'all y'all do with it what you will. Um... Oh, this woman who has a pseudonym of Karima told um, this magazine that Chris Brown and his bodyguard and another man allegedly raped her in a hotel room in Paris following a night of partying on the 15th um, of this month. The 24-year-old model said that at 4 a.m., um, they decided to leave a club and one of Brown's friends allegedly grabbed her by the arm and quote-unquote convinced her to go back to the hotel with them and another girl. She claimed that back at the hotel, Brown's bodyguard allegedly told took everyone's phones. Duh, he's supposed to. Um, Karima said that she was in the room and she was offered a drink and claimed that she noticed drugs in the room. She also said that there was more than a dozen other people in the hotel room. At one point, she went to the bathroom and Brown followed her, grabbed her by the arm, pulled her in the room that resembled a closet and that and a, a sexual assault went on for 30 minutes. She then alleged she was raped by one of his friends and his bodyguard in the bedroom and then she was able to get her phone back and left the room in tears. Um... So Chris Brown basically said, I want to make it perfectly clear. This is false and a whole lot of cap. Never for my daughter and my family. This is so disrespectful and is against my character and morals. And that's what Chris Brown said. I have a question. Why is the black man always innocent? Now, I know the black man's God. And the black man don't cheat. You know what I'm about to say? Black men don't cheat. But why is every story that I've got? I mean, he was released this morning. Yeah. Why is every comment I've seen about him and, and a lot about R. Kelly last week is like, he didn't do it. See, I told you he didn't. He, he, he. Like, why are we always in? Like, why do we think? And I, I hate to say black man because I said that wrong. Why are celebrities? Why do we always so quick to be like, nah, they ain't did it. Well, let me just say that she did come out and later and say, you know, on her Instagram, whatever, stop sending me DMs and hate DMs. I didn't say that. It was somebody who hit me in the face in the club, whatever. It wasn't okay. him. You know, she came out and cleaned it up yesterday and today. But I think the way we, well, not we, but people look at uh, celebrities in, in this society now, they they bigger than life. So they just feel like, I guess people feel like, why Chris Brown got to rape someone when he can get anything he want? Yeah. But you know Darren Shaw, they said the same thing about Darren Shaw. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying what people think. We know there's some nasty niggas out here. You know what I'm saying? Who said the same thing about Darren Sharper? Everybody said Darren Sharper didn't, couldn't have did it. When it first, I never said that. No, when the story first broke, you was like, "No way, no way." Why would Darren Sharp? I have thought no way because I because no homo or, or pause. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, once you once you did took uh, uh, you dip your toe in the water and it's like okay, yeah, that, that nigga is guilty. But <laughs> yeah. but with this Chris Brown stuff, I mean, I'm just thinking to myself like there's just you know every I, I love whenever there's just examples of things that I don't know that don't seem very true. And I'm just thinking to myself, he grabbed my arm and said, quote unquote, come on, man. <laughs> and convinced me to go back to the room. The word convinced. In just like I mean, in quotes. That's funny. In quotes, it's like convinced me to go back to the room. Like, what is that? Show so he hit you with it, man. Come on, man. Come or, on, man. Or the tip of the wood. He might have just said, come on, man. He might have just was like, man, come on, man. Come on, man. And then she went back to the room. And, I, and, and that's... Terrible if something terrible happened to her. I hope that nothing really happened to her. I would hope that Chris Brown is innocent, and I hope that she's just trying to get her fifteen minutes of fame and her payday. Like that's what I hope it is. But I don't know. Maybe she did she get really sexually assaulted. I mean, listen. I don't. I, I'm with y'all. I read the story. It doesn't read true to me. It reads like probably that's probably got some other like. Cause see, first of all, when I'm reading the story, it doesn't say Chris Brown raped her. They said the assault took place for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So Chris Brown took her into a room that looked like a little thing. They was drinking and he was messing around with her, trying to smash. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then afterwards, she slept with two of his her, his bodyguard and his friend and whatever. And then, but they they the ones who raped her. I don't know. It kind of reads like a story like that's a lot that. She didn't want to do what she ended up doing with the bodyguard them, but she did it. And them boys kind of like just used to women acquiescing mm-hmm. because they with Chris Brown. So it kind of reads like that more of a story. Which doesn't but make it right. It don't make none of it right. But my point is, that's how it reads. Mm-hmm. But that might not be what happened. Them boys might have threw her in that room, strong arm, but you can't go nowhere and you got to do this. Yeah. So anything's possible. I'm not like my whole point is just that I think it's funny that we always come out and say, nah, nah, the boys couldn't have did it. He didn't do that. Not that I think he did. I just think it's interesting that that's always the take. I think black men get charged for so much nowadays. We won't. We, we, we I could see trying to speak mm, into existence that he is. Got you. Maybe so. I could see a scenario where them boys like, man, Chris always get them. You know, and they're like, man, fuck that. You know, like I could see that scenario too. We like, like these just the. <laughs> That's funny. These boys just some regular degular security guards. Like if I meet somebody in the in the mall and they're like, "Yeah, I'm Chris Brown security guard," I'll be like, "All right, cool." Like I don't give a fuck. You're not Chris Brown, you know. Like so, them boys don't get no love for being Chris Brown's security guard. So I could 100% see a situation where them boys did something bad. Yeah. And Chris Brown just being Chris Brown. Like That's I'm what... over here on my on my dope. I'm over here on my cocaine. I'm fucked up. I'm going to bed. That's literally Allegedly. what happened with with Tupac. Yeah. Like, the whole Tupac going to jail thing in New York was that situation. Mm-hmm. The dudes in the room took some ass after Tupac went to sleep. Yeah. And and she was like, why'd you let him do that to me? Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I'm quoting the movie more than reality, but that's the gist of the story. As far as we know. Um, it's a lot of different things going on, man. But, you know, who knows, man? Like, hey, have y'all seen that Trigger Mike uh I watched the Killer Mike? Killer Mike. I mean, it's called Trigger I watched Mike. the first one. It was good, man. She was funny. Raj, you got to watch that, man. You got two things to watch. Two homework assignments. Oh, you don't, you're not following? Thank you. you <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not going to read them? Watch them? Thank you. Yeah, I'll watch them. Okay, I don't care if you watch them tomorrow or if you watch them today. 
<laughs> now cue up that music for nothing nice to say. You know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing, nothing nice to say, but I don't nice. know. Ain't nothing nice. You hear me? So, uh, me and Roz talk about this all the time. We we really, really don't know too much about the namesakes for the streets and the, the areas that we grew up around. Everybody from New Iberia rolled down Amador without Googling the actual Admiral Doyle. I went to Bullinay Plaza without taking time to do our own research on Francisco Bullinay. Or played at Lloyd G. Porter Stadium without thinking too much about who Lloyd G. Porter actually was. But recently I was reading that article on the background of New Iberia and Acadiana Advocate. And the name Lloyd G. Porter did come up. When the prominent black doctors and lawyers, including our NAACP representative J. Leo Hardy, were beaten and forcibly made to leave town for agitating others to get out and vote in 1944, it was school board superintendent Lloyd G. Porter who ordered the decree and was part of the organizing group that used violence to rid our town of black leaders. Mm. And this bastard was who our high school football stadium was named after. They should burn that bitch to the ground or at least rename it after someone who wasn't a rampant racist. I mean, it's 2019. All of the schools named after Confederate generals in Houston area were renamed a few years ago. No more Jacksons, no more Lees, no more Davises, Jefferson Davises. Last year, Heather Hay had lost her life when her and hundreds of others marched in Charlottesville to get rid of the Confederate statues of South Carolina. So honestly, I think it's time to tear to erase Lloyd G. Porter's legacy and change any other street names and such if they're glorifying racist assholes from the past. And while you're at it, General Mutaw got to go too. Last week, Rumble's mom sent me a text and shot me a story about a statue in Lafayette whose time is up. She got her physical phone book in the mail the other day for the greater Lafayette area, and the real yellow pages had a picture of a statue of General Alfred Mutaw in his Confederate attire prominently displayed. Bruh, a Confederate uniform is just as bad as a Confederate flag or a MAGA hat, in my opinion. But of course, white folks don't see it that way. Supporters of keeping the monument in place argue it represents a part of American history and that Mouton's family played an important role in the city's history, donating land for city hall and churches, and that Alfred Mouton deserves recognition for losing his life defending the South in Civil War battle. I actually don't see it that way. I don't think he deserves recognition for losing his life defending the South in the Civil War battle. I think he deserved to lose his life for defending the institution of slavery and could burn in hell with the rest of them. I don't care what he did for Lafayette. I'm sure he donated land. Land that he stole from Native Americans and took advantage of African-American slaves to cultivate. Now, I won't go do for too far down the rabbit hole here, but whatever city you live in, I think it's time to take some inventory. Look at your statues, streets, and all that shit. And if they're named after people who did place, who, who did folks wrong, it's time to tear that shit down. I'm over having reminders of slavery and doubly over glorifying clowns who perpetuated the institution. And I ain't got nothing nice to say about people in the 21st century who thinks it's a good idea to keep those deftone reminders up. So I won't say nothing at all. Whoa, whoa. 
I mean, Rumble Mama. Yeah, that's one hundred. That's one hundred percent. Rumble Mama told me to do that. Whoa, one, man. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's facts. That's one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent. Hotel removal right there. I mean, it's facts though. Yeah, he big facts. Nah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. I mean, I mean, you ain't wrong when you're right. Man, fuck y'all, man. <laughs> Sick of that shit. Man, I you know, I I think you know, man, I don't. Let me just, I guess, slightly play devil's advocate on that one a little mm-hmm. bit, which might be dangerous. Which might be something I could lose my black cord for. But anyway. 48%. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> going down. <laughs> so, uh, so um, if somebody, let's say if somebody does something bad, like like what them boys were doing, but they did stuff good. Like, does that not have any, does that not hold any, I'm, and the bad might outweigh the good, I get that. But I'm saying, does that not hold any clout? I don't know. I don't know if Hitler did great things for Germany, but he killed all the Jews. Do we? Do we? Like, I I don't know, and I hate to use that as an example, but you know, bad things can outweigh good things. Yeah. So, all Hitler donate to all the YMCA's. He's straight. And and I know we're using extreme examples of people do who do a lot of stuff. But if you're fighting, and I, I get it, like some people are gonna say, man, that's just the time they was in. But nah, fuck that. Fuck that. But what if it is though? I mean, I'm saying like, no, can you not that. consider that just a bit? No, I don't. Just a bit. Just a just a little bit. No, I don't. Like, can you have a smaller statue? No, I can't see myself in a um in a place where I'm agreeing with the oppressors because I know what it's like to be oppressed. Hmm. Now put that shit on the t-shirt. Hey, great. You hear it, man? I. I Great. I just, I'm just wondering if I that thought, I didn't, was any club. I didn't think that. That's I, all I wanted. I didn't think that there was a comeback for that. I thought that bitch was, I thought that <laughs> that bitch was, was so fire. He dropped the mic. No, it was. It was. It was very good. It was a great comeback. And I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering. The boys can't like. I don't. Like, I didn't know. So I tell you this: like Lloyd, nobody plays at Lloyd G. Porter Stadium anymore. It just exists. Yeah. So change the that. Boys bitch. don't play there no more. So what you, when you so say something good? Change the name. Yeah. To change that thing to um. To J. Leo Hardy, the person who got kicked out stadium, that the person Largy Porter ran out of town for being a, a black doctor. How about how about that happens? You know what I mean? J. Leo Hardy Stadium. That sounds like y'all start a petition. I mean I just I just think once you once you like you said, go down the rabbit hole, once you go down that rabbit hole, and and cool, let's do it. <laughs> but once you go down that rabbit hole, then there'd be white history would be gone. Okay. <laughs> There'd be no such thing. Not that you care. I'm not saying that you care, but I'm just saying that it would be gone. Like, they would just, like, I just feel like, damn, like, it, it would just suck to be white. Like, it'd be no no history. Nah, it never sucked to be white, bro. Nah, it's probably live to be white. <laughs> never sucked. You get to I go mean, on jet skis and boats with you, with hoes and let them sleep to your house when you're in high school. <laughs> that is true. It's a great life. <laughs> what? You get to wear boat shoes and um, khaki shorts. I, w- yeah. I will tell you, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. And get your parents to buy. I your got cars. a partner. I got a partner. I'm not talking about myself. Two pair. I got of a partner that got, had a, had a white old lady, and and they was in high school together. And this gentleman was not, and they was they was in the room. So the, the mama let them sleep in the room together, <laughs> and it was like it wasn't late. It wasn't like midnight or you know two in the morning. It was just regular time, and, they, and he was smashing in the room. This is old lady. <laughs> And the door was cracked. He told me the story. The door was cracked. And and the and old girl mama came and closed the door. Not, what the fuck y'all doing? Get out of my house, nigga. No, closed the door. Like, oh, y'all forgot to close the door. Y'all being a little loud. Oh, it was a black dude smashing. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't know about that. One. He must he must be good at he must have been very rich or something. Nah, he, <laughs> nah, he was great at math. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it, y'all are stupid. Alright, man. I know I listen. <laughs> We're not gonna do it long, but I know I know I know what some people waiting on. They've been waiting on our come up with. Um I'm hurt. Last year I was hurt. This year I'm just mad. So hurt. I, they played us. Everybody saw they played us. Everybody who watched sports is taught like basically their 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 um commentary is that the Saints got screwed. But what does that do for us? Really? Now, it just don't really do nothing for us. What's up with the dude trying to the petition, Mike? What, yeah, fuck the, the petition. Stop making us look weak my, like my, they're gonna play the game again. Do you really like my, it's no way you really think that can happen? Like no way. Like, when it happened, I was sitting down with a group of people, and when I was watching, I told them, I was like, dog, that was it. Yeah. I was like, if they make that call, we go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now it's all fucked up. And I'm sitting there, like, like watching it happen in slow motion, because yeah. I'm like, I know what's fitting to fucking happen. Like, that shit pissed me off, because I was like, all they had to do was make the right call, and we go to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I don't mind. You know what's the difference between last year and this year? The difference for me between last year and this year is they're both just as heartbreaking. I feel like a miracle and a bad play call was just as heartbreaking for me. So I'm I'm just as hurt as I was last year when it comes to that. I'm just tired of the hotep equivalent of other football fans mm-hmm. um, giving their input on what should have happened or, oh, y'all could chop a style next to me to the couch and all kind of shit like that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just like... Tired of people know. Fucking I, I, I really aid. feel like we. I really feel like from a negative. You know how they say like all publicity is good publicity. I feel like from a publicity, a general publicity standpoint, the Saints are America's team. They are because it's either you hate us or you love us, yeah. and that's all they do is like. How does it feel to be a person who lives in Louisiana and hate and the hate the Saints sure. and just make nothing but comments about fuck the Saints and y'all ha ha ha. Cause y'all some clown, y'all some resource, special aid, like really, like you, you, you like you, like you, like something is wrong with you. Like why wouldn't you want the part? Like my uncle who don't like the Saints, he a Cowboys fan. We're sitting there next to me, like, but I want the Saints to win, so I could go to New Orleans in two weeks and watch the fucking Super Bowl in New Orleans with people. Like they, he, you understand? It's more fun if the Saints winning. Like the same people say, oh y'all, y'all spend all y'all money on a gumbo and a and and y'all family coming over to watch them Saints and y'all lost. LOL. Well, kind that's an excuse to have your family together and <laughs> watch a big a jumbo big, thing of gumbo. Like how's that a loss? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. And and I'm and I'm be- I'm very bad. Like very sad to say it. Um, I'm very sad to say this, but it's mostly black people. <laughs> I party with a lot. I feel like ninety nine percent of people. white people, ninety nine percent of white people in Louisiana, maybe not North Louisiana, but in, definitely in middle to South Louisiana are gonna be Saints fans. I, I, might have some I never put it outliers. in perspective like that, Raj. But I don't know any white boys from Louisiana that's not Saints fans. Yeah. I know one you or two. I that's why I gotta I go with ninety nine percent. I don't. And it and it sucks. It sucks that like when I go to our hometown and I know I I actively know dudes that that's kind of popular in the city that are 
other like fan like, and they you all said it's you like know, you a, know a wild you part you know of teams. Niggers. Who are from what? <laughs> 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 I'm tired of like I'm tired of it. I don't understand, bro. I really don't understand it. Like how it's like it's like just a, a, a variety of teams. If it was like all cowboys, maybe I would understand maybe. it. But like it's a bunch of different teams. Listen, I, I had I was talking to somebody recently who was talking to like who honestly was talking about doing some research on something similar. But he was talking about Afro Latino people. But I really think, honestly, on some sociology shit, I got a friend who was in, like, grad school for that. Like, that would be an interesting analysis. And I think we could find some kind of root rationale as to why black men root against their hometown. Is it part of... I'm thinking my first initial thoughts are, like, part of the psyche that's... um, that they have to be right, like like how everybody wants to kind of be the man, mm-hmm. like you like like they always like I I want to one up you crabs mm-hmm. in a barrel type mentality, and if everybody likes the Saints, then I gotta one up you by doing something else because I gotta be bigger and better. Like my I gotta be better than everybody. Is is it kind of like this slave mentality that they kind of harken back to that I want to be a part of something. Better than the stuff that everyone else that that oh, I know and love is a part of. Well, Pete, is that just uh, is that confined in Louisiana or is that? Yeah, no, I, I, is Lose, that everywhere too? Lose, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for this segue. I want. I really want to thank you, Lose, for this segue right here because I got a partner here. Shout out to my boy Drew. I was just tell, telling Al about him. So let me tell you how this is. My dog is a Broncos fan, but he's a Thunder fan. Mm-hmm. Why is he a Thunder fan? What the fuck? Why aren't you a Nuggets fan? Oh, I pull for the Nuggets, but I'm a Thunder fan because I really like Paul George, and whatever Paul George goes, that's where I pull for. And he's not afraid to say that. Like, like they got some people that be like, oh, I'm a Cavaliers fan because I like LeBron, and now I can't leave the Cavaliers. You know, like just some shit. Like, I don't feel like I feel like it's okay to pull for a player in the NBA. I get it because it's more player centric. Yeah. But in the NFL, whatever, if, even if you pull for a player in the NFL, like they got some people that might have been like, oh, yeah, I like Deion Sanders, so now I, I pull for the 49ers. And I'm still a 49ers fan for whatever reason. Like that makes no sense for me. So I do feel like it is a like it is a South Louisiana, maybe even New Iberia thing. Well, no, because they got a lot of people around Carlos Way who probably who Cowboys love Dallas, but my way. I think but that's understandable though. Like that, they close to the Cowboys. Okay. It's three hours away from Dallas and six to eight hours away from New Orleans. So if you did that like makes concentric sense circles out. radiating out from each stadium, like if, if that makes any sense, what I'm saying, like you go to like Texas Stadium and you go to the yeah. Superdome and you make some concentric circles that yeah. radiate out, and once right. the circles hit one another, like then anything inside of the circle is part of that fan base. Then yeah, Shreveport and everything would be part of that region, that and so would Oklahoma and everything. But equally as like all of Mississippi would probably be Saints fans, mm-hmm. and and you know like so I think that there's some truth to that. Nobody's Texans fans. I don't know why, but like but those people in Beaumont, I was I was heading home once, and everybody like going towards Louisiana was had Saints stuff on. Yeah. They didn't have like like once I got to Beaumont, they was wearing Saints stuff. Maybe it's just because the Saints good this year. But the and Texans were good this year too. They made the playoffs, so it wasn't like, like that. But I no, I think there's. But if some... I lived in if I lived in Beaumont, if I lived in a place that was in that very Venn diagram ish, yeah. uh circle, like in the shaded area, 
And uh, like, you know, if let's say if I, let's say if I lived in, in Birmingham, Alabama, and I was a Saints fan, and then all of a sudden, oh, the Atlanta Falcons exist, like, I'm, I'm still going to pull for the Saints. Like, gotcha. I'm not going to leave my team yeah, gotcha. if I'm in that area. Gotcha. But if I'm a, let's say, if, let's say if I'm a Saints fan and the Saints leave and go to San Antonio, like what could have happened a couple of years ago, and then another team, I'm going to be a San Antonio Saints fan, but then another team comes to New Orleans. I'm a New Orleans fan. Like that, I'm in. Yeah. I'm not in the shaded area. Like I'm in the circle. I'm, and, and that makes a lot of sense. But I think that there is a, a, a interesting thing. Like I actually googled it once, and there's a whole story like that somebody was talking about that about people who aren't like who don't root for their home teams. Mm-hmm. Like it, it gets it gets even more like convoluted when you start thinking like LSU, which is more of like a the people who play for this team are primarily kids from Louisiana, Louisiana. and then. You're rooting against them to root for Alabama? Come on, now. Like, you're like, I want to see the University of Alabama beat the University of Louisiana, and I'm from Louisiana, and all of these kids have, like, similar upbringing to me in in that type of thing. I think a lot of that stuff, bro, is coming from when people win. Whoever the people were, people were bandwagging the shit out of anything, dog. Okay. We were the ones. Let me give you this. Say we the ones we went to Super Bowl last year and went again this year, won this year, right? It would have been a whole bunch of more Saints fans running around. Oh, yeah. So, it, I feel a lot of that is bandwagon. That's like, why I got that 49ers. When you said 49ers, Roger, I was like, because they probably was little kids and the 49ers was winning Super Bowls. Yeah, just like and it was like, I want to go for the 49ers. Just like and that. And then they've always just stuck with the team that was winning. Everybody they, was doing Let me ask you this. The whole Cowboys was, they loved them. This, so, let me ask you this. So, is it valid if, let's say, let's say, Al, let's say you had a little brother. I'm giving you a real life a real life example. If you had a little brother and your little brother was a dog at any particular sport, just any one particular sport, he was a dog. And LSU didn't recruit him. Yeah. And so he had to go out of state or something like that. Would you would that make you not be an LSU fan? I, I can see like I know some people who can give me some legit reasons who says because when they went to school at Southern that the LSU people was racist. And he just really didn't like the institution. And he felt like Southern was the black Louisiana school. And LSU is the racist white Louisiana school. So I'm not going for them. So I get that it could be personal for certain people when it comes to things like that. I, so it's, it's a lot of levels, right? But then the next thing you're going to do, you're going to tell me what I'm going for. Like, And this is me and Roger use this analogy all the time. If the United States is playing against fucking... Africa in mm. soccer. Yeah. I'm going for the United States, yes. Cutting. Like, here. if Earth is going against Mars, Mars yeah. definitely going I'm for going Earth. for fucking Earth. You can't go for Mars. What Scoot. kind of hoe-ass dude are you to go for Mars, <laughs> Mars, yeah. Oh, I just oh, like Mars. Trip. They got an alien that's fire. Yeah, if the ga- Milky Way is going against the... Um, Andromeda you know, galaxy. <laughs> Andro- yeah, some other galaxy. Or some other, yeah, some other um, solar system. I'm going for the Milky Way. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't get, I don't get going against your own people. Cause, like, I just don't get it. And you bring it to the micro example and you say, like, well, would you go against New Iberia if they was playing against, like, Shreveport? You going for Shreveport, yeah, right? I'm going for Shreveport. And I'm going for New Iberia. I heard somebody say this before. They were like, well, fuck, I'm not from New Orleans. I'm from New Iberia. Okay. And then that brings me to my next point. Like that's like that's 
how I feel about that. Like that's why me and you aren't friends. Yeah, and and, and because you say stupid stuff like that. <laughs> Boy, it's retarded, cut. And I hate him. And I and I I'm happy we're having a cathartic moment to talk about him without us having to go on our Facebooks and fire back. But Saints had a great season, man. Saints were the most fun team. Everybody wants to play for the Saints. Everybody wants to watch the Saints. Everybody wants to cheer for the Saints. We didn't get it done, but it's not our fault. So we had a whole we had a whole fan base at a little spot we go to just because we go and cheer for the Saints every Saints. I honestly think somebody needs to rent out a place. I told this to Roger earlier. And have a Saints party on Super Bowl Sunday and just don't watch the Super Bowl. Fuck the Super Bowl. It's invalid. Yeah. Part, Louisiana watch, people. Yeah, watch, watch the 2009 Super Bowl. Watch the old Saints Super Bowl. The Super Bowl we won. Yeah. <laughs> watch the Super Bowl and that's it. Yeah. Or fucking... Um, and then additionally, on the day that they have the Super Bowl parade, have a fucking parade yeah. in New Orleans. And let us everybody go out and drink and have a good time. It's going to be way better be like, They cheated and I will parade live. And just have a yeah, like, live I mean, you might You might have something to that. Yeah, like something do. real... It might not just be a joke. You might have something to no, that in that, like, like get everybody that's a Saints fan and then just go ham, and but but like do it publicly. Yeah, yeah. like make us make like a citywide mm-hmm. parade. You know, about and like get Drew Brees up there, yeah, like absolutely. you know, like talking on the stand and Alvin Kamara and them, and just fuck the Super Bowl. Yeah, like we won, we won that thing. Like that's us. Like nah. so we gonna just act like we won. I saw somebody post something live with that. They was like, man, I don't know if y'all saw that. They was like, man, fuck the Super Bowl. Nobody liked the Chiefs and nobody liked the Rams. I mean, nobody liked the Patriots nobody liked the Rams. They was like, let's just get the Chiefs to come to New Orleans and play the gumbo bowl yeah. against the Saints. <laughs> I'm and going. Then, I'm and, then, and then I'm put there. that thing on TV. I'm there. Kind of, I'm there. Everybody want to see that anyway. I'm there. Just, <laughs> what would you think would happen... If they did that, if they if they put the Chiefs versus the Saints on the same time I'm on not, TV, at the same time on TV as the Super Bowl, what I'm game do Super you Bowl. think would get more close? Absolutely watching the Saints against the, gumbo the Chiefs, Kaden. With, with a bowl of gumbo. Absolutely, Kaden. <laughs> and I feel like most America would be like, oh, I want to watch that game. Well, no, if they watching, they watching Tommy. Are they? You mean like New York? I mean, England? I feel like at least New York, I'm not. I'm not gonna go super homer on it, but I feel like at least people would be turning back and forth. Yeah, I mean, because they would have live or halftime performances and shit. But <laughs> <laughs> we would have Tech Nine and Lil Wayne. I guess it's the only chance in Chopper style. I mean, no, I, I know we said all these hypotheticals. They're not gonna play another game. No, but the parade that that could happen. That'd be live. Yeah, they tweeted that out in um, Tech New Orleans, the Saints Center. Yeah. We might need to start a petition mm. where it's like let's, let's throw a petition. let's throw a parade and get the get the mayor involved because that should have go ham. Hey man, look, we we was a little overtime. We had to tell y'all our thoughts on them saints, man. Look, appreciate y'all kicking it with us. Merch is up on the podcast. Yeah. I mean on the on the website. It's 2019. We doing cool stuff. It's about to be Black History Month. Um, Raj gonna give y'all some cool memes every day during Black History Month. So our page is going to be popping with the Black History Month memes like um, Clarence So Fine, the first black man to ever, um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm, I, I feel like I'm starting, I'm a, I feel like we should start Black History Month, or I feel like Black History Month should start on like January 29th. Okay. It's, just to give me my full month. Just get it rolling, guys. We're going to get it rolling and we're just going to have, we're going to have a bunch of cool stuff for Black History Month. We're going to have our annual Black History Month program. Um... 
Might no Super might, Bowl. Might work on us a shirt, man. Black History shirt. You know what I mean? It's a lot going on. So uh, stick with the kids. Yeah. We'll holler at you next week. Bow, 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 bow.